Woo! Here we go. Let's do this thing. It's cold. I'll tell you how cold in just a moment. Does that make me feel like a sound like a weatherman? That's sexist. A meteorologist. There we go. That's the word we were looking for. This <sighs> <sighs> slept well. I feel good. I had way too much caffeine yesterday. Oh, past 30 seconds. Good morning, everybody. Welcome. Today is Thursday, December 19th, 2019. My name is Jeremy, and this is my first cup of coffee. So, it's cold out there. It is currently minus 2 degrees Fahrenheit at my house. With the wind chill, it is minus 18 at my house. The wind was blowing so hard last night, it was setting off all the alarms. So I had to turn those off. And minus 18, for those of you who don't live in the US, is equivalent to minus 28. It feels like it's minus 28 out if you're in the rest of the world. It's cold, it's very cold. I am very blessed that I have a warm home and a cozy bed to live in. And uh, yeah. And it's days like this that make me think, huh, maybe I should go south for the winter. But I'm not gonna do that. You know, it's funny, I kick around moving. I do, I, I, I think about that often. And I just don't know where I would go. I love my home, I love Vermont. but I wonder if my life would be better somewhere else. And that's the challenge, is you don't know. I mean, there are plenty of places I've, I've been that I could see some value in moving to. My friends that moved to Costa Rica want me to move there, but then they were talking about the very large snakes on their property and the snake they found in their house. I don't wanna go there. That sounds horrible. I don't want snakes in my house. If there was a snake in my house, I would lose my mind. And it's the cold weather that keeps the snakes from getting that big. So you have to hibernate. I'm not anti-snake, I'm just anti-snake inside. And I'm anti-being around really big snakes. Oh, yesterday was a good day. Yesterday was a weird day in that I got everything done in about half a day, about three and a half hours. I did the books. I did all the little things I needed to do. I went to the gym. I went and had a call with a friend, former guest on the show, someone who was offering some advice on the book, which is selling well. It's doing well. I'm, I'm excited. And then I had about an hour where I just didn't really do much because there wasn't much to do. I even looked at the things that were going on Thursday and Friday and did some of those. I did extra work. Kind of a nerd am I. But you know what I'm really excited about today? There's a box right there. And do you know what's in that box? If you've been following the show for a while, you know the saga of the Taekwondo uniforms. I ordered them, 
found out I had wired the money to a scammer because the factory's email got hacked. And it took us a while to discover that. And to their credit, I, I really appreciate this of the factory. We split it. I paid half again. They did the order for half price. We both learned a lesson. Shows a lot of integrity on their part. And it took a while, some things happened. But it's here. Now I didn't open it last night. I didn't get home until eight, a little after. And I really wanted to eat and hang out. And um, I was either gonna be really excited or really upset depending on how they came out. And I just didn't wanna deal with that, that late at night. Um, but they're here. And everything this factory has done so far has been great. So I'm assuming these are going to be great. Uh, we did have uh, a couple schools pre-ordered these uniforms. I, I, I did a deal for our wholesale account and uh, ended up refunding one of them because it just took so long. They, they needed to order uniforms and they chose to order them elsewhere, which I understood. But a bunch of them are promised to one school. It's a local school, so I'm probably gonna deliver them at some point. So April, if you're watching, I'm gonna make sure these are all good and then I'll drive up and deliver them to you. Maybe I'll come train, maybe I'll come to class. And then the rest, they're going up for sale. I am so pumped about these uniforms. Don't understand. Um, this could be a game changing item for us. If you're new to this saga, it's a simple Taekwondo uniform, you know, well-made, fairly standard, pull-over top. But the gusset, the space in between the legs, is made of four-way stretch so that it doesn't bind. You don't have to hike it up. You don't have to tie it super tight. You don't feel like you need suspenders, which, by the way, I have played with how do we develop martial arts suspenders. I have not come up with a good way to do that yet, so we're not doing that yet. But the price on this, because it's a simple uniform with one major improvement, we should be able to sell this at a pretty reasonable price. So, I'm pumped. I have a couple things I gotta deal with this morning. I'm out of the house early, gonna go deal with more car crap, the, And then I will come back and this will be my priority. I want these available on the website for sale by the end of the day. So if you check out whistlekick.com, let me know. If you check out whistlekick.com by the end of the day, they should be up there. Now, here's the thing. I've been looking for opportunities. How can I do nice things for first cut people? And I don't wanna do a blanket discount code because what is the behavior I wanna reward? I wanna reward you all for tuning in all the time. So here's what I'm going to do is right now, First Cup is a, a smaller community. There aren't a ton of you, and that's okay. When those uniforms go up, if you see them, and you would like a discount, I will send you a discount code. And you have to mention, hmm, what are we gonna say? We will say, 
minus 28. You have to include, hey, I watched that episode of First Cup, and you said it was minus 28 Celsius when you recorded it. And I'll know you watched. And I'll send you a discount code. And I don't know exactly how much it'll be, because I don't remember how much they cost. But I'm aiming for a, uh, for a reasonable price point. It's like $35, $40. But I got to double check on the shipping and everything, because we do free shipping, and so that has to be covered. But I'm super excited, you guys. This could be... This could be a revolutionary item for us. In other news, I heard back from the factory of the Spar... The factory of the Sparring Gear. That's a nerd, weird way to say it. From the Sparring Gear factory that, uh, that they found pallets. They didn't have any pallets, but they have pallets now, so they should be shipping. Soon they asked me, they said, do you want us to ship over the holidays? Yes, I want you to ship over the holidays. Get me stuff. Get me my product. I need to sell things. It looks like we've turned a corner. Sales are starting to come back up. I think we're up like 15% month over month so far. It's happening. And that doesn't even include the books. So I started the outline on another book yesterday. It has nothing to do with martial arts. I'm not even going to talk about it yet. Um, <laughs> Stacy says, yay for books. Stacy ordered a pile of Whistlekick books yesterday because she's an awesome person and because she's incredibly supportive and I value her greatly. Uh, if any of you are in the Martial Arts Radio Facebook group and you have noticed over the last couple of months we've started welcoming people into the group. Stacy is one of the two wonderful people. Her and Andrew Adams are doing that. So shout out to both of them and thank you and, and uh, thank you to Stacy continued support for literally years. I don't even remember when we became friends, Stacey, but I know that you've been there for a long time and supportive of the things I've been doing. That means a lot to me. Uh, what else do I want to say? Anything? So today, car work, a little bit of consulting, come back, deal with Dobox. Other work-related things. The books, I think the books show up today. So I might sign and get those out. I'm going to have to order more already. Because there are people I need to send books to. And I think they've already... I, I, I ordered 10. To start with. So, when they arrive and I send them out, I'll order more. I will keep some on hand. I'll be that weird guy that travels around with a box of books. They're like, can I buy a book? And I'll be like, sure, here. Yay, books. All right, enough about that. I'm glad there's things to update people on, other than the temperature. I'm not glad to update you on the temperature. Let's look at these questions. If you've got a question, answer it below, or ask it below, and I will read it off this tablet. This tablet that's like eight years old. I just realized that the other day. I've had this tablet. I bought this tablet, I believe, for, uh, for when I started going to events. So that was like 2013, 2014. Okay, so six, five, six years. 
In the last show, you said you have never trained four to five days a week. How did you earn three black belts without training all that much? Uh, I've been training for 36 years. <laughs> um, I shouldn't say I've never trained four to five days a week. It's just not been the norm for me. Um, you know, for example, I... There are plenty of times that I'll, I'll train for a weekend. You know, like in, in the course of this week, well, Saturday I trained. Monday, I theoretically trained. I was in a chair most of the time helping with the testing. Tuesday I trained, and then tomorrow I'm training. So I guess that's four times in a week. So maybe I train more than I think I do. Um, how do I answer this question? couple things. Because I started very young, my control over my body, my awareness over my body, what some people call proprioception, is pretty darn good. And because I have that ability, I'm able to acquire new physical skills, especially around the martial arts, pretty quickly. If you teach me a technique, I can do it pretty well. I can generally learn and remember forms pretty well. And if it's something that I really want to remember, I will work on it on my own. Um, if you think of, most of us have seen The Matrix. And if you think about The Matrix, and there are those scenes where Neo gets plugged in and they're just, they're uploading information. There wasn't a lot in my brain when I started training at four years old. I mean, what did I know how to do? I could talk, I could read, play with Legos. And then I started a, I had a year of downloading karate before I even went into first, into kindergarten. I was going to preschool and I was going to karate, and that was it. There wasn't a lot for that information to compete with. So I believe that martial arts formed my brain. The brain keeps forming. Good morning, Laura. Hello from across the pond. Um, I was talking about you yesterday. Uh, Laura is, is a member of our community who is an amazing artist. And one of the things that I was talking with this gentleman, Louis, about was how I wanted the second edition, which will be at least a year, so don't, I don't want you to hold back, but the second edition of Martial Artist Handbook would likely include some drawings from people from our community. And there were two people that initially came to mind. Laura was one of them. And if you follow her on Instagram, I know she's kind of shy, so I'm not going to give out her, her name, but if you happen to know her, you know she's a fantastic artist. So don't worry, we will have a chat, my friend, about how we incorporate your work in the book, in the next book. Um, the human brain continues to develop until roughly 25. And 
If you think about the accumulated number of hours, especially early on that I had doing martial arts, training martial arts, understanding, hearing from my instructors, I believe that my brain formed around martial arts in a way that most people are not going to. I think that gives me an advantage. I think it allows my brain to process martial arts information pretty well. And on top of that, I love it. You know, if you like things, you tend to work harder at them. I've also been really blessed to have wonderful instructors. Not everyone has great instructors. Some people have good instructors. Some people have terrible instructors. I've spent enough time training with a lot of different people to know that some of the people I've trained under are utterly phenomenal and great teachers. I've got a stand-up bag here, you know, I kick it, I punch walls uh, last night. Let's see, last night as I was walking around, I was kicking everything from the cat's scratching post to that door frame to the stand-up bag. Sometimes I have these very interesting saloon doors that go into the laundry room and I will punch and kick those because they move, right? So I'm, I'm working on, on distancing. I guess if you add all that up, it's a fair amount of training. So I think that's my answer. Yeah. It's just time. What do you think about the use of melatonin to help people fall asleep? Melatonin can be great, but here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. Melatonin, because, so if you don't know, melatonin is a hormone produced by the body that signals the body to go to sleep. Uh, it has some relation to uh, blue light, and blue light can suppress the production of melatonin, which is why turning off bright lights or wearing blue blocking glasses when the sun goes down is a good idea. If you have trouble sleeping, you should check out Sean Stevenson's book, uh, Sleep Smarter. It's a wonderful book, New York Times bestseller, translated into like a bajillion languages. Great book, check it out. And this is where I got most of my sleep stuff from. But if you take, if you supplement with melatonin, what you might call exogenous, external melatonin, your body says, oh, I don't need to make that much. So you can become in a sense, addicted to taking melatonin in order to sleep. To take it once in a while is not going to have that impact, but you want to avoid getting into taking melatonin routinely. If you find that you are, address it. What are the things that are affecting your sleep? Um, I would suggest getting some kind of band that tracks your sleep so you can better understand how you fall asleep. I learned a lot. I had a, a and I think I showed this on, on the show at one point, I had a WHOOP, W-H-O-O-P, which is more expensive than, than you need for that, but that's what I had because uh, I was doing a bunch of other tracking with fitness and such. Um, and that band produced a lot of data about how long it took to fall asleep and how long I was in deep sleep and everything because it did constant heart rate and uh, heart rate variability. And I learned 
about the impact of alcohol on my sleep. I learned about the alcohol, the impact of um, wearing those blue blocking glasses and what time I went to bed. And it, it gave me a much better understanding of what I needed. So if you're, if you have a hard time sleeping, those are the two things I, I would suggest. Get that book, Sleep Smarter by Sean Stevenson. No, I have no, I don't, I don't know him personally. Um, he has a podcast called The Model Health Show, which I like. I don't listen to it often because a lot of the subjects, um, I feel like he drags them out. He, he makes very long shows and that's not what resonates for me much. Um, get that book, understand that book, get a sleep tracker, start understanding cause and effect of the things that you do. The number one thing that I'd say most people can do, uh, get a pair of cheap blue blocking glasses. And if you want ones that don't color the, the lenses, Zini optical, uh, the ones I have from Zini were like $30 with shipping and they work great. Uh, turn off overhead light, use candles or get some red light bulbs or salt lamps or just something so you have red light because how did we evolve? We had fire at night. Fire is orangey red, right? So we became used to that. And the other thing, uh, a couple other things you might find that are helpful, um, sodium and magnesium at the end of the day. Uh, I use a magnesium spray, especially if I shower at night to help me fall asleep. And then I'll sometimes drink water with a couple, um, with a little bit of salt in it. Salt can help suppress a number of biological processes at night, uh, including the need to go pee. So you're more likely to stay asleep. <sighs> Laura says a banana or a kiwi fruit can help sleep as well. I did not know that. I find that a good, you know, half dozen tacos also help you fall asleep. At least that was last night. And I still have plenty of stuff chopped up from last night, so I might have tacos again tonight. Because tacos. Tacos are the best. What are the keys to getting a good night's rest? No, oh, I just answered most of that. Um, other things that can be helpful. Getting physical exercise during the day. Getting adequate blue light earlier in the day. Um, having a nighttime routine. Setting your body up for sleep. I'm going to, you know, once I'm done with dinner, I'm going to put on my blue blocking glasses. I'm going to read for 30 minutes. I'm going to take a warm shower. I'm going to do this, this, and this. If your body is used to doing things before you go to sleep, when you start doing them, it will say, ah, we're getting ready to sleep. Let's start turning on melatonin production. I don't think melatonin is the only sleep hormone, but it's the one that everybody knows. It's the one that I know. I know a lot of this stuff. I definitely don't know all of this stuff. I'm not an expert on this. And 90% of what I get is from other people. Well, it's all from other people, right? Everything we get is from other people. Research. So, good stuff. All right. I feel like this was a good episode. I feel pumped for the day. All right. Now, remember, if you want to ask a question, drop it below. I'll answer it tomorrow. Uh, subscribe. Turn on notifications because this show goes live. 6.30 a.m. Eastern, U.S. Eastern Time, Monday through Friday. Catch it later as a podcast or at firstcupwithjeremy.com. 
If you're listening and you want to contribute a question, email me, jeremyatwhistlekick.com. Now. Oh, it's Thursday. We got an episode. What was today's episode? Hold up. I'm really bad at remembering this, that it's Thursday, unless there's a martial arts radio episode. Oh, today is an episode about the book. Um, I recorded an episode talking about the inspiration for the book and why the book and why you should get the book and what the book is and the book. And if you are annoyed with me saying the book, um, just go away because it's going to be a while that I'm talking about this because I wrote a book. <laughs> and if you don't like it, tough. All right. Next. Yeah, go listen to that. Uh, all right. Here's your homework. Yo, homework. Let's talk about sleep. I want you to take a step back. I want you to look at how well do you really sleep? Do you feel rested when you wake up? Oh, try to wake up at the same time every day. That's also helpful. Try to go to bed at the same time every day. Stacy says, you not just wrote a book, you published a book. Well, Amazon published the book. They make it easy. Amazon has a very low standard for publishing books, as in can you press buttons and press other buttons? There are other books that I've written that are up on Amazon that have sold like four copies. So uh, maybe, maybe this will attract more attention to those books because this is a more general purpose book. Um, okay, sleep. I just want you to take stock of your sleep. If your sleep is great, Keep doing what you're doing. If it's not great, then uh, I want you to find something that you can do. Just try one thing. See how it goes. If you really struggle with sleep, I would suggest you set up a journal. What time did you go to bed? What time did you wake up? And start figuring out the things that you need to track to get yourself better sleep. And eventually you'll hone in on a plan and you will start sleeping better. Sleep is the foundation of everything we do. This whole I'll sleep when I'm dead is BS. Without good sleep, nothing else happens. Hormone production is way off. Any biological process requires adequate sleep. It's when you when the body repairs. So to avoid sleep once in a while, because you got to get something done, fine. But people that say, I sleep four hours a night, it's BS. You're not nearly as productive as you could be. And you'd probably get more done with eight hours of sleep. So I'm not buying it. I used to. It's not real. Okay. I hope you have a fantastic day. I'm going to go put on 97 sweatshirts and go get some work done. Help a client. I'll see you back here tomorrow for Friday. Take care.